Welcome everybody to episode zero of the Record Podcast. Woo. Here's where we'll be talking everything about the current situation and future endeavors of Reinvision and all of our partners. Um, I'm here with Will Barnhart. What up? It's me, your boy. And I'm Tyler McKenzie. And uh, we're going to go right into it. We're going to touch on a few things today. Um, hopefully we can kind of answer a lot of questions. Um, and once we're finished up, we'll try to ask a few questions to you guys and give you some space to probably drop some comments below on what you would like to see ahead of time with everything that we've already stated uh, along the way. Absolutely. You got to drop those comments down below. How else are we going to communicate with you? That's right. Absolutely. So start All us right. off, Will. All right. So, Tyler, I I've been meaning to ask you about this, but... Oh, no. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> what what is reinvision? So um if you think about it, you know, when it comes to art and entertainment and things of that nature, you want to make sure that um the most important parts is that it somehow expresses yourself in your form of art, whether that be gaming or streaming or the lyrics like the lyrics in your music, or maybe if you're doing a podcast, or even things like physical and digital art. Um, all things are a way that you express emotion or whatever kind of thought you want to convey to the person that you're making that to. I say, so with that in mind, with everything you just said, what are what motivated you to, to get to that point? Um, was it some sort of passion or anything? Or So yes, I actually uh, found a huge passion in the arts all the way through school, uh, starting as far back as uh, when I was four years old when my dad got me the PlayStation 1. <sighs> And, uh, yeah, oh. and, uh, it clicked instantly. Cause he was just like, Oh, like I got you this for Christmas. I hope it, you know, I hope you like it. I got you some of the games that I grew up with had the, you know, Frogger space invaders, oh, army men 3d. And I was hooked. I, I was instantly hooked. And then the following year, my mom got me a Nintendo 64 <sighs> and it was, it was just over. Like I, I knew that I was in the video games. I knew it was going to be something I was going to be doing forever. But, um, Definitely, you know, with the video games at four, um, that was kind of just the only thing I really dealt with uh, on the entertainment side for a while until I got about to middle school, around the age 11, maybe 12. Um, I was changing schools, and the new school that I went into, I didn't get to sign up for my electives. Right. So I kind of just got whatever they gave me, and they gave me choir and music history. Oh, and like back in 2005, 2006, that wasn't really a very big popular thing, especially with men. And um, so that was kind of a struggle with me at first. So I kind of just played it off like I didn't really care too much. And then um, I noticed that my choir director kept trying to push me into like auditioning for solos. And it made me super uncomfortable. But I, I'd do it anyway because I, obviously I just needed a passing grade. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's school in a nutshell for you guys. School in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just needed the grade. And she said it. She's like, you know, obviously not everyone's going to be the best singer on the planet. But if I can tell that you're attempting and you're putting real effort, you're going to get 100. It, there, there's no in between. Every assignment was either 100 or a zero. You either tried or you didn't. I love that, though. That's a that's a kind of a good strategy for doing that. Exactly. Because, I mean, not everyone's going to pop in, especially until middle school. Like, all of, most of us were tone deaf going into there. And uh, so she kept forcing into like attempting to the, do these uh, solos and somewhere along the way by the end of sixth grade I was like I kind of like this but I'm not going to tell anybody I like this that's fair <laughs> oh, that. and then uh, you know seventh grade rolled around I kind of get a little more comfortable and she's like oh you know um, why don't you try this solo I was like hey you know we did one solo last year let's kind of slow it down a little bit but no I ended up doing a solo per concert which was we do two a year we did our Christmas concert and then we would do our like you know our spring concert yeah. finishing up the year um, so from seventh grade on through all the way through high school, I did minimum two solos a year, one each concert minimum. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is the way it's going. But by eighth grade, it was very open. I was like, I love music. I want to continue doing this. I signed up for all the classes in high school and I, I wrote it all the way through seven years of choir. I would not even be where I am today with music and my passion for that. If it wasn't for this woman. I love that for you. That's so awesome to hear. So, Moving forward with, you know, taking that passion, how did that passion stem to more of a business side with ideas and everything else that you had? Absolutely. So I started having more of the business-minded thoughts around maybe 
15, 16 ish, whenever I was in school. And, you know, obviously you're used to hearing your parents like, oh, you need to work that 20 years, get the retirement. Right. But no one ever seemed. (laughs) (laughs) Someone never really seemed happy with their jobs. And everything that seems like artsy or entertainment wise, people are just like, oh, that's a nice hobby, but keep your day job. Well, why not have your hobby as your day job? Like, but then I looked a little further into that and I realized. You know, there's a lot of companies and managers out there that help people, you know, like from YouTube or however they find you to kind of like go into whether it's all the way to celebrity status or, you know, you might have something a little slight, uh, you know, a little less than that, but it's pretty consistent. You're used to seeing them on the, uh, on YouTube, on these apps, on TV, but you realize that there's such a huge take from that, from like these companies and these managers and these people working with the artists where it seems like the, the companies are kind of just almost preying on these artists and um it definitely i really want to focus more on letting people know that they are the ones creating the art well it's definitely helpful to have someone that wants to help you and like you know teach you how to market or even just be a little more open with yourself because a lot of people have so much talent like you you'll get on youtube and you're like oh this person's incredible why don't why, why haven't i heard of them before and you're like that must be new and you get on their youtube they've been on there two three four years with less than a hundred thousand you know followers even like 500 they've got like 500 subscribers yeah. and they've just got some of the like um, most amazing stuff out there. And you're like, what blows your mind? Exactly. And that's why it frustrates me. Cause I'm just like, they have the talent, but obviously not the know how, or they would be doing it. However, not all people want all the fame and attention. They just kind of love doing it. Why can't you have both? That's very why true. is that not a possibility? It actually is, but a lot of people just don't know how to go about it. And so I was like, well, you know, I wish somebody would, you know, start some sort of company that would just, the whole point is to help you get to becoming self-sufficient by creating like some sort of basis for your passions or your hobbies and turn that into not necessarily a career, but you're just waking up doing what you love. And then there's a cash flow coming in from that. And I said, you know what? I'm a person. I want to make that happen. (laughs) I would like collaborating with people in the music industry. That sounds awesome. So I was like, let's do that. I'm going to start a business. And I found out very quickly it wasn't that easy. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how it all goes for a lot of people is the whole generalization of, oh, I have this big idea. And then that first strike of reality hits and Mm. you have to go from there. So on the topic of that, what were some of the struggles with starting this envisionment you've had? Yeah, so uh, first of all, like I said, I the first thing I noticed was uh, price. I was like, oh, you know, I'm you know, at 15 years old, I definitely don't have tens of thousands of dollars to uh, start up uh, all kinds <laughs> of like industries and stuff like that. I was like, you know, so how do I get there? Money. Um, money. 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 And uh, <laughs> so I did not, in fact, have the knowledge, the skills, the tools, anything to make this happen. So, you know, I was just basically like a dreamer in high school, like, Oh, like one day I'm just going to be the celebrity singer. But there were definitely a lot of obstacles in the way. And, uh, I had to, uh, I had to learn how to get past those. Understandable. Cause I, I feel that in a lot of ways, overcoming those obstacles and then things like that. So, mm-hmm. For you on this journey, how did you overcome these obstacles that you've come across? Failure. A lot of failure. (laughs) I had to screw up so many times. (laughs) I tried so many things that just it never worked out for me or at least the way that I wanted to. Um, However, I learned many things about myself along the way. Um, I don't have to be the best at everything. If I want to help people take what they're really good at and become great in it, I want to at least know the common knowledge. Like I want to be able to have conversation with them and at least like level with them. Like, Oh, I understand that I can't do it as well as you, but I understand. And I want to work with you and I want to help you. Right. But I had to learn that I had very, very like shallow motivations to this. Cause you know, at first, you know, teenage me was like, I'm going to be rich and famous one day. But then I was like, why does nobody want me to be rich and famous? And I was like, that doesn't benefit them. Why, why, why? They're like, take my money. Be rich, but I'm going to stay over here and, you know, do nothing with my life. And, you know, but I was just like, oh, it's because I'm completely shallow and uh, maybe I should not be that way. (laughs) So (laughs) over time, you know, I realized that it's okay to have those passions, but you got to have more than just the the, your only motivation can't be money. No, no. You need to have real passion towards what you do. 
and people almost gather to you. They, they, they see the passion. When you, when you believe what you're saying, they will believe what you're saying. So I had to start with, what do I want? What do I love? So I was like, I love video games. I might not be the best in the world, but I like video games. There's a lot of people that like video games. Right. I like singing. I wasn't the best at all back then. I, like I said, I may have started singing in sixth grade. I didn't get my first like, real compliment until maybe 10th grade. And I was graduating high school before I started having like more than the digits I got on my hands of people saying like, you know, that's that's a pretty good job. And here I am now at 29 and only recently a few years ago was I able to be like, hey, what do you like? And you know like, oh, I like this genre. And I was like, oh, let me try something. And you know, either they would like it or they're like, hey, and not really my thing. And not everybody's going to like what you do. But overall going back, I realized that failure wasn't an option. I got my real motivations. And I was like, I'm going to work on what I'm passionate about. And the people that want to join in with that and work with me are going to come to me just like I want to come to them when I'll go like, oh, you're so good at this. Like, I do this too. Would you like to do this sometime? It's fun. It's, yeah. almost, it's almost like, you know, when, you, when two people are passionate about the same thing and money's not the only drive, you, you enjoy yourself. You're, you're having a great time. You're able to collaborate and make an organic flow with what you're working on. Exactly. Definitely. It needs to be organic. That That's a great word for that because anybody can copy paste some advertisement and be like, Hey, I'm doing this, but what makes you unique with what you're doing? What drives you? That's what's really important. And that's where I think a lot of people miss out on is they got to have the passion, but they also got to have the drive to be willing to do what it takes to get there. That is very true. And you know, it's awesome to see, you know, someone even just talk about the fact that, oh, you know, I was shallow at one point and I had to work on myself to get to a point where, one, people are going to work with me because mm-hmm. in my experience, if you are not a fun person in one way or another, you're probably not going to have someone working with you. <laughs> oh, not at all. See, that's, that's the thing, too, is that if you walk in there and you immediately sound like you're trying to sell yourself as something... People are going to look at you like a salesman, and I don't know about you, but I don't usually answer the phone calls to many salesmen that I don't know much about. Um, But I like hanging out with people, so why can't we hang out and then both make money doing things that we enjoy? Exactly. You got to, that's a good way of looking at it, but it it sounds like you've had a hell of a journey through everything you've done at this point from the experiences you've had, life lessons you've learned. Um, So what would you say are some of your future goals for yourself not, and not just yourself, but also re-envision. So re-envision is just the beginning, honestly. Um, I have so many adventures I plan on going on with this life. Um, so the, t- the touch on the first one, gaming, right? I want to not only just work with video games as, you know, generally, but I want to get into, like, producing and the development of video games. Um, I'd love to write, like, a story or lore to, you know, the background of a, a universe that maybe I could help collaborate with someone to work on that video game. Oh, nice. Um, and then outside of that... I'm already like talking with some of my friends about getting into the esports world, Ooh. and uh, yeah, we're we're actually we've been practicing. You know, we we've been playing with you know Call of Duty and uh, looking forward to the new one coming out. And uh, nice. so we're just kind of practicing, researching, seeing what we what we what we're doing well, what we're not doing well, paying attention to how other people's um, teams are going and what they're doing right that we're not, and how we can you know uh, kind of collect that into making ourselves better, but still Absolutely. have fun at the same time. Because overall, at the end of the day. You still got to have fun with what you're doing. Absolutely. You got to have, especially with video games, uh, you got to have that fun in there and you got to be able to enjoy yourself because if you're mm. taking those too seriously, I mean, come on, it's video games. It's video know? games. Like, like, how do you take those seriously? I, I have so many people, like, when I, I watch them stream or I hear my friends and they're like, oh, like, if you're not using the meta, you're not doing the game right. Well, the meta changes so often, dude. It, it really does. Because what it is is someone else tries to do something new, and they're like, oh, this actually worked better. And then the meta changes. And then every time there's an update, they usually, you know, there's there's balances and things change. So everybody's got to kind of do their research. Right. And meta is great and all, but if it gets to the point where it feels like a job playing the video game, you're not going to enjoy that anymore. It's not going to be fun. Heard that. So, yeah, with the esports... uh. Also, I, I would like to mention that at some point I was actually considering, you know, building some sort of like um, esports club where I could actually oh, nice. provide in through reinvision kind of a space for even if it's not professional already established teams, people that want to kind of formulate a team and also share like maybe they want to learn how to um, have like map knowledge on some of the stuff or how to like converse with their other teammates or like 
proper call outs during the game. You know, like yeah. there's nothing worse than teammates to sit silent a whole game and you're like, Oh, like what's going wrong and no one's giving any kind of assist. See, I'm the I'm the silent one when it comes to games. <laughs> you are the problem, bro. Look, it, look, if if people are still playing Team Fortress two and expect me to have oh, call outs, no. listen, that was eight years ago when I got really into that. Um, but with that passion for video games, you know, this is just me assuming, and we all know what happens when you assume. Mm -hmm. However, I'm guessing that video games have become and started out and became an essential part of your life. I'd say so. It was definitely, you know, I think gaming, yeah, uh, gaming was definitely more of a, uh, kind of like the gateway to entertainment. I was looking for that word. I was like, man, there was, there was, there was a great word that I thought of earlier for this. I was like, man, I felt like this was going to come up and I was like, what, what, what was like gaming? So like an entryway, like the pathway. No, it was my gateway. I, that, that was my gateway to the arts and entertainment. I love it. I did also love the, uh, fact that I heard the AOL, uh, dial up noises yes. and everything there for a second, <laughs> especially Got in the PS two days where you just had literally had like, it like a phone jack ethernet cord. If there was no Wi-Fi at the time, no, it, I, <laughs> I, I, especially where we're from in the South, mm -hmm. you know, we, we lived about probably five hours apart roughly, mm -hmm. um, when we were growing up as kids, but they're like, I didn't get high speed internet until 20. 10, 20... I never got the real 11? chance to game online until the Xbox 360. This was like, for me, 2010. Yeah. I was late in the game on this, dude. I, I say same here. <laughs> I, I had my little PC and was like, ah, I'm going to play uh, Command and Conquer, and I called it a day. See, you had, you, you had a major lead on me. I didn't even start PC gaming until, I think, 2017, 2016 at the earliest. So, I mean, I was a huge console gamer up until then, and then... um. I finally was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll build my build my own PC. I'm going to do it right. And then I did a uh, terrible job at building my own PC. And why is that yelling at me? Uh, you got that great question. What's uh, I guess that one stopped recording. We still got two more, though. Hey, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll roll with it. But um, I just wanted to make sure, like, you know, hey, uh, was it dying? Is it dying or is it just no, out? No, I, I just, it just decided to uh, hang out. and Peace out? Yeah. I'm I like mean, that sometimes, too. Me too, GoPro, mentally. <laughs> but uh <laughs> shout out GoPro. Shout out, shout out GoPro. GoPro. Woo! <laughs> so yeah, so gaming definitely was that gateway because like at the at the age of four, you're you're so fresh into like how your mind wants to adapt to the world around you and what the things that you enjoy and how you learn your your you're a clean slate for taking in all the information. So especially through video games, it's a great way to express things like art because especially even though back then the graphics weren't all that, to us, that was ahead of the game compared to what we had. So there was a lot of art going in there, the, the music, the soundtracks, or like the, the community coming together. Like even if you couldn't play online, you know, people were sitting on the couch playing video games together. We, we still do that with the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, gaming may have like how we play together may have changed, but it's still one of the best forms of entertainment that bring people together. And that's what's so incredible about it. Absolutely. And, you know, on that mindset, you know, we've talked, we've covered the gaming side. Uh, anything else in, you have in mind for goals-wise? Anything exciting coming out or anything? Oh, no, it sounds like we have a critic in the background. You have mm -hmm. anything you'd like to add? Thanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, cats. Shout out cats <laughs> um <laughs> well i'm sorry what were you asking <laughs> me too gopro i'm checking I out <laughs> man i say the episode zero is going along quite nicely uh, not a single flaw to be had i say so back to the 404 uh will not found um anything <laughs> anything else uh you got in mind anything coming out art-wise or anything on your side? So, I don't know if you've heard, but I have a, uh, a pop-punk EP coming out in the near future. Oh my goodness! I've never heard of this! That was cringe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so, just so you guys know, this guy has been incredible. Um, he's been helping me produce my music. He does all the instruments. Um, literally I just show up and sing like, uh, what am I really doing here? So this guy's the real talent. He's been incredible the whole journey along the way of getting this done. And I'm so excited to be able to bring my first music album to you guys. 
and um, I will be releasing details in the near future. However, that's for a different video that I'll be releasing. But definitely um, can't wait to uh, to release the full details to you guys. Man, I say you gonna make me tear up being so sweet to me. <laughs> I just, I just Enjoy look it I, while you can because I'm very inconsistent. I, I know, you know. I just, I just, I just come in play a, I play a little diddle on the get fiddle. And, uh, diddle on the fiddle. Diddle on the get fiddle, by God. <laughs> do, my, do my thing and hope for the best, you know? Uh, so we've covered ideas for the future with video games and music. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you'd like to incorporate for yourself or anything in the future? Um, yeah. Um, so all jokes aside, there are a few things that I've been recently thinking about because... At the end of the day, you know, it's great to have fun, but there are a lot of serious things in, on, in this world that um, I don't think gets the attention that it should. Agreed. So there are plenty of causes that people support out there. And, you know, everyone's, are we you know, one camera. <laughs> 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 there, there are a lot of causes. And um, did that one just go out, too? I, I, <laughs> you want to check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great first step. Oh my god! How did that not drop? <laughs> oh, serious. You know, we, all right. We were trying to get serious, and all of our cameras decided that uh, they didn't want to listen. The entirety either. of the world was like, and by world I mean these three stooges out here, but in front of us went serious. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> For real, like. <laughs> I hate for all of our millions of fans out there who were on the edge of their seat to hear what we had to say, and two of our cameras just checked out. <laughs> Me too, GoPro. Um, <laughs> Shout out GoPro and Nikon. Shout out GoPro. I say the GoPro's probably act just listening like, I hate you guys. <laughs> Me too, GoPro. Um, <laughs> but, so, once again, trying to get back to seriousness, but... Um, Overall, so there, like I said, there are a lot of causes that a lot of people do um, like to participate in, and whether whether whatever your flavor of cause is, everyone kind of has the different things that kind of relate to them and things that matter to them most. Um, I can think of a, a couple that really stand out to me in what's been weighing on my mind recently. That I, I personally, they may and I could just may not know enough, but I feel like they're not addressed nearly enough as they should, and that's like basically the home situation for not just children, but animals too. Um, I hate seeing kids that are go through the system and honestly, like once they hit the age of 18, they just kind of get the boot. Yeah. There's, there's nothing to follow that. They're, they just fed and not even great at that. There's a lot of homes out there that just kind of give the bare minimum of what they have to legally. And then like the moment you're 18, they're like, Oh, you didn't get adopted. Bye. Um, and then that leads yeah. to a lot of the homeless problems and note that these kids don't have any kind of aspirations for themselves because when they're sitting in these, these homes and they're like, Oh, nobody wants me as a child. Who's going to want me as an adult? Like they have not been given the correct amount of hope that they deserve. And I think with programs that I have been considering with re-envision, I would like to be able to get with kids and able, uh, enable them to, Along the process, um, I'm not sure how I'm going to do it yet because I would love to fund everything, but you know that's not something that I can just do at the moment. So right. whether I'll be able to fund it or if it's just something that I can work with somebody else on doing, I would like to be able to work with these kids on finding some sort of like extracurricular activities to do, um, even if it's uh, not like gaming, music, anything like that. Maybe they like sports. Get them working towards some sort of goal um, on any kind of extracurricular activity that something that they can find that they love and yeah, have something to work toward too, to where even once they hit 18 and they have to, you know, if they haven't been adopted, I want them to still have a direction, absolutely. Uh, whether it's college, whether, you know, whether it's like going straight to the workforce, um, they need to be able to know how to do their finances. Yeah. So the whole point is setting these kids up for success and, you know, animals are, more complicated and less complicated at the same way because these animals don't have the means of understanding why they're being neglected and treated poorly. Like animal shelters, like there, there are some shelters out there to kind of take care of their animals pretty yeah. well. And then there are some that we all know what goes on there that we're not going to talk about in this podcast. No, that's, but, a, that's another subject for another exactly. day. <laughs> um, but I would love to be able to kind of have my own 
system that I can put these animals through to like give them a happier environment, have an area where they can kind of play together, have their own space, and then also make it much easier, uh, not just with animals, animals, but with kids too, to help them find like uh, an easier process for adoption. Even if that means that I have to adopt these kids and or animals into you know my system and then use my system to make it easier for families to you know find their future like son or daughter or you know the the best doggo that that family's probably ever had is probably at a shelter and they'll never know yeah so also sure. adopt don't shop um amen to that exactly um there are a lot of animals out there that deserve love that have probably been treated really poorly up until the time that you've seen them and uh, I genuinely believe that the animal chooses you. You don't choose the animal. A hundred percent, man. And, you know, that's funny you say that because literally my every dog I've ever had just mm. magically showed up at my house. <laughs> like, I didn't even have to go to the agent's adoption place. Uh, you know, it was just like, oh, there's a dog. And I was like, all right, I guess we're going to have a doggo. I mean, hell, <laughs> Mega Critic that we had in the background earlier, that, that was a stray cat. Yeah. We found a uh, we found a pregnant stray cat. Didn't want to leave it to the elements. We let it come in. They had their kittens. We found four of those six kittens great homes. I decided to keep the other two. I'm going to uh, have my mom uh, take on the mom kit. I think that uh, that she'd be a great animal for her. She's very vocal, as you probably heard earlier. But a uh, very loving cat, very sweet cat. She sounds like she needs a cigarette, though. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll get her a job at Waffle House. Oh, my God. Look, <laughs> she, she's going to be living my best she life. She already makes that. biscuits, so, I mean, she, might as well get her the cigarettes, too. I, I say get a pack of Newports for a cat and uh, take them straight to third shift Waffle House. Not the one with the chairs, though. Like We, we want the cat working at a safe Waffle House, not the WWE. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, it's never safe, especially in Atlanta. Man, I got some stories about that, but that's uh, we'll save that for another time. Yeah. So we we, we covered the, the you know the the housing situation with children and the, the homing systems. So that yeah. that is definitely like all jokes aside, kids deserve a better chance. hundred percent. So do animals, and like I said, they're they're very similar, but they're very different at the same time because. Yeah. They all need homes, but not the same type of homes. Like the, the conditions have to be very fine tuned to each child and each type of animal. And I want to just help in any way that I can. And I'm going to be doing more research into that. And um, oh, uh, another uh, uh, another cause that I'd like to look into in the near future as well is uh, mental health, Hell depression, yeah. anxiety, even some things that we don't fully understand today, like the the autistic spectrum. I want to do a little more research into autism and the full spectrum there and um, help people better understand how all that works. But uh, that is definitely a conversation for another podcast or another video. But I think that pretty much sums, uh, summarizes the answer I had for you. Well, that's awesome. All excellent causes, like as we said, we'll tackle. We'll take care of that in another time, different day. Maybe different circumstances. You know, all that sort of fun jazz. <laughs> As you can see, day zero, you see our luxurious setup for this podcast. Yeah, we got, um, I, mean, I mean, we got like $4,000 of equipment just right here on like a $5 table. <laughs> There's nothing in the background that would show our location, right? <laughs> yeah. Four thousand dollars. You just put a bullet, like you just put like a uh, target on our back, man. All right, listen. My address <laughs> is sixty nine four twenty. Go f yourself, Road. <laughs> and my cell phone number is uh, four seven eight nine one one. Help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're having fun here. No, but see, that's, that's, that's the real part, though. There are a lot of serious things that uh, I want to do with re-envision, but the majority of it is fun. And even the serious parts, can there can be a mixture. It's, it's time and place. There's a time to be serious, and there's a time to have fun. And as long as you have that switch where you can go back and forth between the two, I think that you, I, I think you'll do all right. 100%, man. That's the way you got to do it is, you know, you got the term work hard, play hard. Mm -hmm. It's very intertwined with the entertainment business. Very true. So we talked a good bit about me so far, but you know, tell us a little bit more about you. 
Oh, man. It's the moment y'all have n- definitely been not waiting for. Uh, so I don't like the stutter, and I don't like he started it like that. Listen, this is how I, the stutters <laughs> are part of who I am. Uh, so My brain stutters. It's hello, okay. if you didn't catch the name earlier, which is totally fine. Um, I'm Dat Boy. I'm Will Barnhart. Um, been pl- playing... The- <laughs> Been pl- playing music for about 13 years now, messing up my headset here. Cool, we're just going to run with it. Um, also been doing video creation, music videos, video editing. Um, did a lot of Let's Plays and a few other things back in the day on YouTube. Um, so, been doing this for oh, a little yeah. bit of time. Oh, yeah. Did, like, a bunch of Let's Plays. Did, like, found a shiny Pokemon once on on stream. It's kind of cool. But that was. I can only imagine younger Will's excitement. Dude, I, I, <laughs> trust me, I think it went viral actually. So. I need this video. I will find it for you at some point. You know what? Just. I was about to say, you've been fighting with that for you know, like for a, a while. solid five minutes now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do. Speaking of mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Is everything okay at home? I, I, Let's talk before another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next episode. But yeah, like I said, I've been doing music work and video creation work for about 13 years now. Found a love for audio engineering about 11 years ago um, and just been doing my thing. Uh, I travel produce, which is why I'm here. Um, cause we live realistically like five hours away from each other Thank you. and then go from there. So I guess, I guess that's the easiest way to start that. So I've got my bad. I'm just trying to grab Baby, it. I didn't mean it. Take me back. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what happened to actually make you realize that music was going to be playing a major role in your life? You know, it, it's funny cause Excuse me. I, I no, you're not excused. No, no. I learned to accept it. Yeah, yeah, you better. But anyways, you know, it didn't start as like the passion I was expecting. Um, it was just, you know, about four or five. Um, my parents were really showing me a bunch of different stuff music wise. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, my dad was a touring bassist in the 80s. He played with George Thorogood and his band, um, did a bunch of things in studios and whatnot. So he was already living the life I want to live now when he was my age. And then my mother was a fantastic pianist. Um, She did not have tempo. She does not have the tempo to save her life, but that's okay. She could play like her hands. She played. You didn't say she played well. You said she played. Oh, no, she played fantastic. But tempo was was like whatever she felt that day. So I've heard Beethoven in like. I was about to say, could you imagine Beethoven like really like 10 times fast and then like a really sexy slowed down Beethoven? That's literally what my mom was doing constantly was just swapping it. Yeah. Yeah, but most of the time, like, if she was angry, it'd just be like, I'm like, I'm like, Ma, what are you doing? Jeez. And, you know, seeing them have a major role with music in their lives and helped them as a whole, I wound up developing that sense of passion. I think it was honestly the Black Parade. When I was like, oh, holy moly, I know, I know. <laughs> Look, my mom's still an emo kid, so shout out, mom. It was never a phase, mom. <laughs> my, my mom's looking at me like, it was never a phase, son, out here. So, but, you know, I heard that, and I'm like, man, this is, this is what's up. Like, you need to get her one day with that little, like, just the one note from the beginning of the Black Parade, just bang. Just see I, how bad it triggers her. <laughs> <laughs> True. And then, you know... So in middle school, I wound up playing, um, started with three instruments. I started with guitar, piano, and trumpet, Mm. and then was just playing four or five hours a day. And then I was like, yo, this is actually kind of cool, you know, and kind of was playing with the idea of like, I could do this. And then started writing songs. And then like 14, I was like, all right, cool. I remember going to a studio with my dad. And, you know, we were just like, all right, let's uh, let's see what pricing's like. We talk, we basically a consultation. And they looked at me and were like, yeah, it's going to be $125 an hour. And I went, I was like, okay, I'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. 
And then my dad's asking me as we're going back home, he's like, what do you think of that? And I said, I'm going to be an audio engineer. Did you just say what they told me? Uh, That's where the money is. Come on now. (laughs) No, but, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, I wanted to be. Definitely wasn't a hard choice. Right. But, (laughs) you know, it wasn't just for the money. It was also, then I was like, whoa, there's all this cool tech. And it kind of got my nerdy side a little bit. And I was Mm -hmm. like, why the hell not? This is fun. Great example. You're just over here watching all the pretty colors and the lights moving around. Right. And like anytime I need to adjust anything as we're doing this, I'm just like. I also got. You couldn't hear it, but it was an air horn. Oh, it's on the recorder. I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I saw you hit a button and nothing happened. I was like, well, that was depressing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help when it, when I'm the one with all the with all the buttons and the headphones. Uh, we don't have, we didn't get two head, pairs of headphones that worked with we're us. Broke. We're broke. Yeah. Um, GoFundMe is in the link below. <laughs> Kidding about that? Maybe. But yeah, that's how the. No, uh, no aud- <laughs> but anyways, that's how the uh, audio engineering journey and producing journey and everything else kind of started for me. Awesome, dude. So, would you say that you take your music very seriously? The creation of music, or like the music itself, or yes. Okay, so the creation of music and being here, being doing the audio engineering, recording, mixing, mastering, yes, I am serious for that because I want to make sure that whether it's me or a client or anyone, they're getting the best pot product pros, best product possible for their money or for their time. You know, all of their efforts aren't going to waste. But if it's like the actual music itself, hell no. No. Why? Like, I learned later on that I was able to be myself and not just some edgelord who was like, I'm going to be sad and emo through all my music. And then I wrote uh, my song Smoke Break, which. Did you ever work for Waffle House? I wish. <laughs> I, that, that's third shift Waffle House is a very big passion of mine. Um, but All chairs, no tables. No, I want the chairs. I want to smack someone with it. Dead cat, no ass. Dead cat, no ass. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, but you know, when like I said, I was able to have a more organic experience once I started actually t- not taking myself seriously, but the end result seriously. Um, mm. because, you know, I started my band Delicate Jealousy and I was like, I have to be super serious and have to be Mr. Oh, we have to do it this way. And I've learned even like our shows are ridiculous because I will just sit there as the front man and tell jokes. And then I'm like, all right, let me have the most depressing song. That's also super metal. Is everyone having a good time tonight? Let's stop that right now. my favorite one is uh i always when it's super hot i will just be like (sighs) it's too humid easy being wheezy it ain't easy being wheezy hang on i don't even have the inhaler (laughs) i'm gonna die but that's okay and you know with being the producer and everything it was cool to see myself grow and be able to take the recording side and everything that goes out into the public seriously, but being able to kind of separate it, if that makes sense. Hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) So, yeah, that's how that goes. We're hearing noises over here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that, this. It's, it, it might be our inner demons. It, it might be our intrusive thoughts. Uh, I, neither of us have figured it out yet, but we did hear it at the same time. Uh, it's, so we it's probably the, the demons. Time. But uh, I've seen enough horror movies to know that if I go look, I'm, I'm going to be unalived. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. However, I do agree, though. Music is definitely one of the best ways to, like I said earlier, to express your emotions. Like, Kind of like what I said with video games. But yeah. me personally, um, my friends tell me, and some of my, friends tell, uh, my family tell me all the time that I have a lot of difficulties expressing some of my emotions. Whether, you know, like, obviously, like, depression has many faces. 
Right. But, you know, whenever people ask, like, how do you feel? I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just, on the inside, you're just like, everything's bad. Channel inner Batman voice. My Batman voice. My parents are unalived. But, uh... <laughs> DC hit me up, but um, <laughs> y'all switch Batman's like every two years anyway. So, but give um, him a shot for at least like a year and a half. G- give me like one day to show you that I'm the probably the worst or the best Batman you'll ever have. Only voice acting. My stage presence is terrible. Don't please don't give me an actual acting role yet. Um, do it, do it. But um. Do you have any current music coming to fruition, uh, fruition in the uh, near future? Because uh, we, we talked a lot about the EP you've helped me with, but what about your own solo stuff? Man, you know, I was going to mention, you know, <laughs> I got a nice little pop punk EP let, I'm let working me help on. Let you nudge my arm. You missed it by a mile. <laughs> you're, like, you're not there, but you get it. I'm trying. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's too damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, so... Uh, in music wise, you know, I've got the boys and myself in Delicate Jealousy. We're finalizing some ideas on parts of releases. You know, we're mm-hmm. we've been working in the studio, going, man, do we want to do an EP, an album, like just two singles? We're kind of flowing as we go. Yes. Um, since this is the, we're just right at a year of the new iteration. Um, with Aaron and Justin, shout out Aaron and Justin. I love you boys. You're my you're my faves. Uh, but you know we're working to figure that all out. And then solo wise, um, I'm working on a record that I've been working on for about six mm. years now. It's kind of all over the place if you just hear song by song. But totally not your personality at all. No, not at all. <laughs> but you know it's. A concept record with multiple genres, all about the concept of mental health and drug abuse and all these things that I wound up dealing with in my life at, in one way or another, mm-hmm. whether it's depression, anxiety, or up. Uh, uh, I think abuse. everyone can kind of relate a little bit. Like it, it, yeah. I'm sure we're all looking forward to hear that, man. I'm definitely excited to hear it. Man, you know, it's... I'm, I'm glad you are. You know, it's... <laughs> but you know me, it doesn't take much to excite me. Like, I'm just like, oh, this new thing. Oh, what? What? Where? And it's... I like I like that record because when it comes out, it's going to be... Everyone's going to be like, this is weird. And then if you listen to it in one go, you're going to be like, ah, now it makes sense. It all ties together. It doesn't matter the genre, but it all fits in the same wheelhouse with this. Yeah. Once again, man, I'm really, uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing that. You better let me know ahead of time. Uh, uh, so <laughs> you might get a sneak preview. The sneak previews. Yeah. Possible link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Depends. <laughs> but uh, this yeah. video could be on the internet tomorrow. Could be a month from now. It could be 2025 by the it time it comes out. Could be 2025. We will find out when it comes out. Pull right. a full Bethesda. <laughs> I shout out to the new Elder Scrolls that we might see in the next decade. Woo! <laughs> I say shout out Fallout Five on top of that. Give I was about me. to say uh, Elder Scrolls Six, Fallout Five. Oh, man, say, Fallout Six is just Starfield. <laughs> don't don't call my sweet boy Fallout that ever again. Also, don't you comment- talk to me or my Fallout ever again. <laughs> I say, I say, folks, comment down below. Uh, Fallout or Elder Scrolls? I had to remember the name of it. Or if you know, if you want to be fancy, let us know what you think about Starfield as well. Yeah, I still haven't played it. I still haven't bought it. I'm kind of waiting. I'm, I'm kind of doing my research before I go to make the purchase. Isn't that just No Man's Sky, but with extra? Uh, it's No Man's Skyrim. No Man's Skyrim. Yes. I don't know if I However, like that, I the, the modding community makes it look really interesting. I uh, definitely might be taking a look into that. Oh, 100%. Because if uh, Bethesda does anything really well, it's leaving their games completely open to modding tools. For sure. But that is also a conversation for another video. Yeah, we're get, we keep getting <laughs> sidetracked. This is how we are in real life, so don't worry about it. And there goes one camera, so... I was about to say, that one went night-night again. Yeah. <laughs> At least, hey, shout-out to GoPro. You're shout right, out to... Yeah! <laughs> you're <awake> today. 
You got it. I, I, I I'm say just it. waiting to hear the shutter sound of it like clocking out on us. Too. <laughs> I'm just hearing the beep, beep, beep. I really and hope your phone's still going. <laughs> I, I think that's, uh, look, phone's handling it like a champ, man. If if it ended, like, it's probably going to be dead by the time like, yeah, I'm done Yeah, your phone here. and my Nintendo Switch as it stand is uh, getting along great. Dude. We're broke. That's why we don't have an actual stand. No, it's actually because mine is, my tri- phone tripod is about five hours away from here right now. Don't move. You're like, there's a piece of, like, you. I couldn't tell if it was coming from the microphone I, or from your it's, mouth. I, it's, dude. <laughs> it was, like, right here. It's been I, looking at me for, like, three minutes. <laughs> man, this man has never had long I didn't hair. want the audience to think that I'm just up here like, oh, those are some beautiful lips. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the, the, that's how you look at your significant other, the way that I've been staring at his lips for the last three minutes. <laughs> I, I, I kind of liked it, but, you know, well, that's another topic for another that's day. That's another topic for another video. <laughs> We are just as inconsistent with this video like we are with our normal lives. Like, don't don't get it twisted. We are we are not. Um... <sighs> yes. 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 That's the best way to put it. Agreed. However, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we uh, switch things up? Man, you know, uh, listen. So I, you know, I just want to mention. You know, I like uh, long walks on the beach. You know, sitting cozy with a book here and there. Um, I don't wait. Uh, that wasn't what you meant, was it? No. Awkward. So, yeah, I think that, that, that that's going to be about it then. I mean, I'm just kind of cool. chilling right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then we will get back to you guys with the rest of the video. We'll be right back after these commercial <laughs> messages. back from those commercial breaks we had a little bit of a side quest we had to do maybe fight some dragons maybe set some stuff on fire all good times typical rpg stuff where you know you set out to do that wonderful main quest and then you have that one sweet little like hey can you help me and then all of a sudden you've never seen that uh you you never see that main quest again absolutely yeah (laughs) that's exactly how it goes who needs a dragonborn literally but yeah, so we are back. Welcome back, us. I'm not us. talking. Us. Welcome us. back, us. Welcome back, us. Uh, so I guess we'll get on to the next topic, which is a fun one. It, which, Tyler, why exactly yes. are we doing this podcast again? So I'm glad you asked. So <laughs> this podcast is actually mainly for just maintaining, you know, a healthy amount of communication with the community overall. But I also want it to be much more, you know, personal with the community. Right. And the goal is to be able to directly connect with as many creative minds because obviously it's easy to just reach out through social media and be like, hey guys, check this out. But I want it to be a little deeper than that, obviously. Um, I want to, even though you can't literally reach out to every individual person that you work with all the time, your whole community, and be like, hey, this is what I want to talk to you about. I still want to make that as personal as possible and be able to do that as much as possible. Hell yeah, that's a good way of starting a podcast and or reason to start a podcast. And I love that it's a, definitely a good way to you know interact with the community because um, back in the day we didn't really have this medium of art, which in an in and of itself podcasting really is an art form in a lot it is. of ways. It is. It takes a lot of skill and a, a lot of other things that I don't currently have, but I'm hoping to gain that along the way as well. And that's just kind of the journey there. Just like how this is the, I'm using this podcast as a door. It, it's, it's to open new doors to new possibilities and for growth, whether yeah. that's for the community, whether that's for you, whether that's for me. I just, I'm hoping this to be as beneficial to everyone as much as possible. I would say maybe uh, uh, this might just be growth for the love of GoPros, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> shout out, GoPro. GoPro, shout out. <laughs> Listen, GoPro, I love you. This camera, n- the bee's knees. It's, it's amazing, you know. Shout out Nikon. Nikon, Listen, if you're listening, this D5100 has gotten me through some rough times. I love it. <laughs> We're not shouting out the phone camera, though. <laughs> no, not, not phone camera. We, nah. we don't even say that company's name around here. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, he showed me a picture from that GoPro yesterday of a soon-to-be sunset. And it looks like it's been doctored up by Instagram filters. <laughs> and, and it's literally just raw. It like, was raw picture. Say, yeah, future will just put that right here real quick. I've Thank never you. seen so many colors in a cloud before. 
and you're sober? Yes. <laughs> okay. You ever, look up at a, you ever look up at a cloud and you're just like, I wonder what that is today. And it's just, it's honestly just your inner demon speaking to you. I mean, my inner demons just talk to me no matter what the circumstances are. That's you a know? fair statement. But that's a, that's a conversation for another podcast. I, I, absolutely, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to come to my show, The Thought Box, for that one. Um, so, with that being said, we've talked about why we're doing the podcast. You got any sort of idea of a roadmap for the vision going forward? Yes, so with the Re-Envision podcast, also known as, we're going to label it R-Pod, <laughs> just for simplicity. <laughs> I, I, my favorite part is the fact that it's called R-Pod. <laughs> I'm glad that I can entertain you. That's that's one of the wonderful things that I'm hoping to do better at. Um, the, but this will lead into a tree of other podcasts. Um, so Ooh. I'm hoping that to kind of span over. So it's going to be our pod, and then it's going to be this podcast by our pod, this podcast by our pod, this podcast partnered with our pod, you know, sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. But no, you know, I wanted to cover multiple and various uh, topics, including, you know, like when we get to talk about video games, sometimes we can... Talk about, like, even if it's not our stuff, you know, we can talk about, like, oh, this new AAA or a new indie game that's coming out. Just kind of, like, Aww. you know, have a discussion, have an open discussion, let everybody kind of talk about their thoughts. Because um, we're, we're having a lot of really great companies releasing kind of not-so-great material, and then we're having some new companies coming out blowing our minds. Absolutely, man. And then when we're, whenever we're not talking about gaming, obviously we brought up uh, the, the upcoming uh, EP with me and then your upcoming mu- music as well. And uh, this will be a great way to keep everybody informed on what to expect, where to find what, when, how. And uh, other than that, uh, I'd also like to kind of have a podcast where I can bring artists onto the podcast. Let's go. Um, whether it's people that you may have already met on YouTube or any other social platform, or if it's people that just have never been on any kind of social presence before, and they were just kind of like an opportunity and a platform to speak. And I uh, kind of give them like a show and tell where they talk about like, oh, this is my art. This is where I got the inspiration from. Kind of like where we, were, where we were beginning with the beginning of this podcast. Right. Just give them a space to talk about it, uh, express themselves, and give them an opportunity to connect with the community that we are building. Hell yeah, that's the way to do it. All great intentions with those ideas. There's so many ways in this day and age we're able to talk and get interesting people on you know if you're interested hit one of us up socials down below and (laughs) you know we can you know do all of that and i personally cannot wait to be able to see this grow and the Mm re-envision of the podcast (laughs) 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 all right (laughs) yeah (laughs) we need like a hyper zoom in of that laugh Listen, I, I cringe it is, text incoming. I say I won't lie to you. The second part is the next day. Um, I smell like seventeen fires, and I've already had three cups of coffee. I'm tweaking. Coffee, uh, running on the steak from yesterday. We we had uh, sweet potatoes, uh, fire roasted. Um, it, it, it was a great night. Shout out to our buddy Josh that showed up to hang out with us for a while. We love you, um, Josh. We love you, Josh. Um. Also, we have two Joshes that we hang out with. Yeah. Uh, love you too. Went to Florida, Josh, and, and also love you. Did not go to Florida, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got two Joshes up at this place. One went to Florida. One didn't go to Florida. That's how I keep them separate. Look completely <laughs> but, different. But, but that's you a know. topic for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. To keep our th- our minds on track and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some future goals with all of this? Uh, did I already say that? I think I already said that. We have to keep notes because we both have the, the memory of Dory. I think, you know, I lost my train of thought there. That that kind of proves my point exactly. almost perfectly. We have the attention span of something that doesn't have an attention span. My I couldn't think goodness. of anything witty. Sue me. Please don't, actually. I don't have any money. Um. <laughs> so, do you... In what regards do you think this podcast will help with future goals with reinvision? That's a good question. Um, so, like I said before, not only does it make it easier to keep everyone up to date with our upcoming content um, and you know any kind of artist that we might collaborate with, but it also allows me to grow myself and be able to better assist with the artists that I want to collaborate with and help with. Um, and it helps me not only help them grow, but it helps me grow along the way too. As 
hope one day I'm hoping to stop being have, having to read my own prompts that I have to type up for notes because I can't remember 18 lists. pages. <laughs> so many pages. pages. To be fair, we th- th- it's not like we really like rehearsed the whole thing, but we had to type up, you know, like, you know, very obvious plot points just to kind of keep us like remembering what we wanted to talk about. And uh, honestly, I don't think there should be any shame with that because uh, you more more power to those who are able to remember an hour long script. I wish I could do that. I don't have that uh, talent currently. I'm hoping to get there one day. But just like we talked about before, that's part of the growth. Exactly, and you know, there's that saying: if you you can't have your hundredth version of something mm. until you start the first. And like I've said before, like I, I've had to experience so many failures and so many obstacles with uh, prior attempts on other forms of art to either decide, is this really for me, or is this just an obstacle that I've got to get past? Right. That's always good to hear. And, you know, that's a good way of looking at it for sure, Um, especially with the ideas, even when we've had random conversations over the phone. Mm -hmm. um, I love that I've always been able to see that passion um, for what you got in the arts and entertainment industry and the vision to change it for the better um, in the future. Um, really cool, man. I, I appreciate it. that. I really do. I've actually been working really hard on building the foundation to this, and I'm just really hoping to be able to do the absolute best that I can with it because it's not just about me. I had to learn that the hard way. Like I said before, I had very shallow uh, goals and mindsets before, and eventually you wake up one day and you realize like, why am I really doing this? Exactly. And you know, uh, one of the things I got really lucky with in regards to like music and all that is I didn't experience growth mm-hmm. the way, nearly the way I wanted to until, you know, I was, was surrounding myself with either people better than me. If you want to call it that, you know, it's all, it's all subjective when it comes to music. Anyways, people got to realize that no matter how good you are at something, there will always be somebody that will humble you and show you that they are better at it. A hundred percent. And you know, I think I've told you the story of, um, that I went to Cleveland, Tennessee and, um, this guy, Yachty Westfield, shout out Yachty. You're a monster. He's playing guitar and drums at the same time. And you know, Oh wow. Yeah, no, I went into that jam, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to vibe. Is he like some sort of Mortal Kombat character? How many arms does he have? I was say, he he should be with how insane he is at everything. (laughs) So, you know, it's... And then, like, I got on the drums, and I went, oh, no. Oh, no. I I was like, I got to stretch. I got to get ready here. I'm like, Have him like a jump spotter. Like, have him stand over you and, like, play drums while you're also playing drums. Uh, he could have done it. He's he's an absolute <laughs> monster. Hey, bro, spot me. He's like, the, the, you know, like just picture. I'm kind of like twiddling the drumsticks, and then Literally. you start like playing it, and he's just kind of like playing over you. <laughs> Pretty much, like, dude's an absolute monster, and you know. But that showed me in that one jam session, I learned like seven different things that I implement now, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. And would, would you say that you took that jam and you took that into account and put that into your new Deli Jelly Jam? You know, the Deli Jelly Jam, a little bit, you know, but, <laughs> and that's another thing. Without my guys in Deli Jelly, uh, without Aaron and Justin, I, like, I would not be anywhere near what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Aaron's the, I call him the Energizer Bunny because he's just this little monster on the drums. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know like i'll watch i'm like how do you do 40 notes in a second like Mm. and then justin just slaps that bass so good Mm. i say i gotta i gotta give that the credit to the boys it's great to be able to do things alone but it's it's much easier and much more beneficial when you have people that back you and are willing to do everything they can to make sure that y'all succeed a hundred percent man that i mean dude like i said it takes it's just taken me six years to write my own solo record it so. happens like that sometimes writer's block is a real thing like there are songs that i attempted to write back in i was maybe 15 16 at the time and uh they're still unfinished and i'm just looking at them like that that that's a gold verse and i can't think of a chorus so and then I mean, a lot of so many lyrics get scrapped just because of writer's block absolutely and you know sometimes what you got to do is just you know keep on to it and maybe you'll find the right instrumental or like i've been there running a riff and i'm like wait hang on i have this song from eight years ago that these lyrics would work perfectly now i just need a melody no melody 
damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like the EP that we've been working on, like it, it, this, this has been a two year journey for this EP for just five songs. Five and songs. It, it's not entirely due to writer's blog. There, there's many factors into that. Um, but that's a topic for another podcast. Absolutely. We'll, we will delve deeper into that EP when the time comes because mm-hmm. that we got a lot to talk about on that one, I feel like. Oh, definitely. So, you know, we've got, we feel like we've covered everything, but while we're sitting here in this mm-hmm. lovely area looking at the beautiful day, I think I see a cow. No, I don't see a cow. No. Not at the moment. There's usually cows there, but not at the moment. Moo! Moo. Anyways... I, you got anything else to add to this, Tyler? Um, I think we've pretty much covered everything, but uh, I would like to take this time to kind of appreciate, you know, the people that have already uh, stuck around me and supported me up to this point, and I'm looking forward to all the new artists and people that want to come into this project and build with us and grow with us, and I'm hoping we can just leave this world a little bit better than we found it. Absolutely. Let's make it better. Well, that's what I'm talking about. If you want to see more content like this, drop us a follow, like, comment, subscribe, whatever platform you are listening on. Go ahead and do it. You won't regret it. You can also check out our Discord group. And if you do, you won't for very long. Hmm? You can also always check out our <laughs> Discord group, which the link is in the description below. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to our very first episode zero for our pod. My name is Will Barnhart. I'm Tyler McKenzie. And y'all stay beautiful out there.